0: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the post-NXT 2.0 after-party deal that we do uh, for, you know, two hours-ish every Tuesday. I'm your host, Alex Polowski. With me, as always, is Miss Kate Elizabeth. Kate, uh, um, why why, why would you have a, a, a tag team tournament where the winners of that tournament Uh, don't want the tag belts.
1: I just think, you know, sometimes in life, when you think you want something and you get there, you realize that isn't what you actually want. I don't know. This makes no sense. Oh my goodness, Alex. I don't
0: know. No, that's a wonderful life lesson, you know, (laughs) because sometimes we don't actually know what we want. We think we know. But we don't when presented with the options at the end, you know, I thought I wanted the cheesecake, but actually, you know, that 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 love the chocolate lava cake is calling to me from over there. I think I might want to change my order. And sometimes that's what Kaylee Ray did. She got to the dessert course and she wanted to change her order and more power to her. Actually, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's Linda thinks it's, really it's fine, dumb. but I think it's stupid. Um everybody- But
1: even Linda knows that with that wisdom. Like, there's context and a time and a place, and this isn't it. Yes, yeah. wasn't it tonight? But, guys, even though we're giving a giant thumbs down to the ending of the show, leave a thumbs up on this video. What you get your super chats at and humper in at humperchats.com. They work the same as super chats, but we get to keep a little bit more of the pie and be nice to our mods today, would you? Goodness. There. Yeah, please, I did like a mini please, hosting thing just for you because the <laughs> ending was so bad. Yeah. I was like, he's not going to remember to tell people to leave a no. thumbs up because we're like, <sighs> boo. I was,
0: I was gonna. I was gonna. But you did it better. <laughs> you did it better than me. Um Segways are my gift. <laughs> we stand, stand and deliver. Um, Sit
1: and take a nap.
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> uh nxt smd um is um is uh, is is a week from saturday sure is they're they're filling out the card with stuff
1: they sure are
0: so that's nxt management's
1: a thing did you know that they
0: they mentioned nxt management i would like to see them in the flesh you you, know you show me the NXT management that thought that the thing that happened at the end of tonight's show was A-OK. I would like to see that person, if such a person exists.
1: He's going to be, it'll be like Billy Royal <laughs> instead of William Regal. That's thing. who we're going to get. Um Hey, before we even dive in, should we talk about the tweet that I sent out? Because now it's just funny.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So because we are sour grapes. I was mm-hmm. like I'm going to do something nice. I'm mm-hmm. going to put something positive out into the world and ask people what they yep. like about NXT 2.0. Here's what I learned. A lot of people are very nice to us. Mm-hmm. And I know we had some people that didn't watch the show, but watched our post show. There's a lot of people that don't watch NXT that watch our post show. I know. Which is what I learned. And that's so sweet. And we appreciate it. Additionally, people like Braun Breaker. They like Carmelo. They like Diamond Mine and Malcolm Pivens a lot. Uh, Nobody cares about Grayson Waller. One person. One person said Grayson Waller. And Von Wagner was not mentioned as good or bad in any of this. And I feel like he was being positioned to be a star, but maybe they realized not so much. Um, but here's the interesting point. And there were others Tony D'Angelo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people like Wendy Chu because she's fun. But like the ones that were consistently mentioned, which mm-hmm. were Bron Breaker, Carmelo, and Diamond Mine were all logically built up and they're the only things that were logically built up if you look at the build we like, were all presented yeah. as forces to be reckoned with like so that tells you a lot i think obviously i think a lot of it has to do with their skill as performers but like there is a common thread there and it's that they were all made to feel important by wins and losses for a really long time and now we've lost our way with even that booking for these top people entirely i feel like yep and uh that makes me that makes me sad
0: yeah nxt (laughs) nxt used to used to always be able to go that person's important and i know he's important because when he's on tv he wins matches also they built a storyline around that guy that is propelling him upward up the card as opposed to hey, this guy does stuff occasionally, maybe he'll take two or three losses in a row, but then he'll get a title match. And like, I don't know. That's that's what happens on Raw and SmackDown. Those shows suck. Don't do that with NXT. But now, you know, it's basically it's Rainbow Raw. Is is the is the best you can say about it. Rainbow is it's rain, it's rainbow raw.
1: Take a look, it's in a book. Rainbow raw. Switch, It should be raw rainbow, but either way, yeah, no, it's fine. Butterflies um, are in the sky, it, regardless.
0: Rawing rainbow, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do
1: more fun tweets like that because you guys yeah. are so nice to us, and I like continuing our Kalex friendship with you off yeah. air during the week so. Plus, it's just fun to make alex have to be positive about something
0: so yes uh <laughs> i i love that we got these right back to back michael osper says braun breaker has a superstar narrative von wagner not so much jake salazar says braun breaker controlling his narrative von wagner not so much um so those were d- directly back to back sent at the exact same time thanks guys great minds think alike what can we'll i say never
1: differ as my dad says but that's right. uh Hashtag no super kicks with either of them. Hashtag uh-huh. no Canadian destroyers. So uh-huh. um, I don't know what the problem for good old Vern Wagner is, as yeah. you would say.
0: Well, he's he's, uh he's getting, he's getting pushed aside by, uh, by old, uh, we'll talk about this now, I guess, because it's been talking about it. There was a backstage segment with him and, <laughs> um, and Robert Stone and some blonde. Who I had hey, never seen before.
1: What do you have against blondes? I, I do
0: That's the only. Are you saying we don't belong there? No, no, no. I'm just saying she she was she was a blonde woman. I believe. We don't know. I believe. I believe Bruce Pritchard would describe her as leggy. Um, and as there was a leggy blonde who walked up and said, "Um, hey Robert, uh, we didn't have time to, to discuss business last week. You have time right now?" And he said, "Yes." And they walked away and left Vern Wagner sitting there by himself. So I guess he he's already being like shunted to the side by his manager, who's like, no, 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 no. Listen, I have incredible um, uh, experience managing uh, women who uh, don't actually win matches. So uh, this is going to be perfect for me. Uh, This is it's this is Achilles heel. It's it's Robert Stone's Achilles heel. That 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 woman does not look like she wins matches. So
2: Robert
1: Stone, who is the manager, yeah. his Achilles heel yeah. is being a bad manager, basically. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. But the, of of women, and the reason he's a bad manager is he seems to only hire people who can't win matches. So maybe it maybe it's his talent scouting that's really bad. But he all he's got a he's got a soft spot. He's got a type. Let's just say he's got a tight.
1: <laughs> <Should> we sure.
0: <laughs>
1: we can say that. I don't know what he sees in Von Wagner, so I don't understand. No. Um how his managerial streak is supposed to get any better, but I yeah. just And I, don't I also know. don't know what Von Wagner sees in Robert Stone, because I have yet to see him provide any value to anybody, really. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> they they should have him manage somebody who wins matches. That that would be that would be that would be what I would do. But then again, I'm built different.
2: Uh, so. But
1: even like this Robert Stone brand thing, like that just feels like Diet Titus O'Neil to me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Why was he doing karaoke and now he's managing Glenn Wagner? I'm just so I confused.
0: Know. I don't know. Uh Bill says, Isn't Leggy Blonde a song from Flight of the Concords? No. But Leggy Blonde, though, that is uh that's a bar down the street from the Toxic Lounge. Uh the Leggy Blonde. Um <laughs>
1: but it's out of business, and the neon, yeah. neon sign is like <laughs> <zzz>. <laughs>
0: it it says Eggy Blonde, so people think it's a <laughs> breakfast place. The the L went out on the neon sign, so it says Eggy Blonde
1: uh times are tough
0: over at the old <laughs> leggy blonde oh my
1: goodness
0: uh but they make a great omelette over there at the eggy blonde um jwr says hey Alex and Kate you two are the best I want to apologize to Linda for getting her name wrong Wednesday can't wait to hear about the show it's fine listen it's okay uh it's uh, it's, it's okay difficult. with you it's difficult it's it's difficult to 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 uh you know it's it's hard to tell us apart. Obviously, Linda and then Sheila very easily, very easy to, to we're like twins basically. Um, That's true. Um, and Mark Quill sends Kate's uh fun uh, say, tape. Sorry, Kate's fun tweets are awesome. Thank Wrestling you. Wrestling Twitter needs more positivity for sure. Those tweets help with that. It's true.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, but wrestling Twitter definitely needs more positivity. (laughs) Wrestling wrestling Twitter does. Why is it Um,
1: so hard for people not to be weird?
0: Just don't be weird. J.W. Pringle, continuing our saga, who has better bangs, Kate or Paul Elizabeth? Answer the undefeated Paul Elizabeth. Where do you think Kate got them from? Forget about it. And then Paul Hensler says, Sir Pringle, alas, no bangs for Papa Elizabeth. But thanks for the vote.
1: First of all, J.W. Pringle and I have heat now. So (laughs) get out of my family, first of all. Second of all, I got to see my dad this weekend. We had a little family get-together, and it was delightful.
0: Oh, that's good. Um, Jake Salazar also says, Will uh, Austin Gunn and MJF's illegitimate son be joining us tonight? No, that's Jarrett Bailey. He's not here. It's me.
1: I like that he has a new gimmick because not Pac-Manacrophy was getting a little old, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we talk about this show? I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Apparently, the people that tune into this also don't watch it, so...
0: <laughs> just one, I guess why not? But we should get it done before, you know, right. the, the two-hour before... mark is up. Um, it just goes no. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Raw Rainbow, um... Uh of Pringle says Rainbow Raw sounds like the gay version of the teen club tingles. Rainbow Raw. I don't
1: know what the teen club tingles are, but that sounds already very not straight.
0: No, remember the tingles. That was the other, that was the other teen club from, from his hometown that was not named Toxic Toxic Lounge.
1: Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, there's a tingles. lot to keep up with.
0: And Josh <laughs> Weaver uh says, raw rainbow is that dirty? Uh you know, it's, it's, a, we're talking about NXT 2.0, or is it NX it, it, 2.0 Del Divas or NX Temptation Island?
1: Because that's
0: basically what this is.
1: Temptation Island is so stupid. Why did I watch it? It's amazing. <laughs> it's so dumb and great and stupid. They're like, to work on our relationship, we're going to go sleep with a bunch of other people on this island. <laughs> it's so great.
0: I want to know if he's the one. That's why I'm going to let these seven dudes raw dog me. Like,
1: oh my God. And they're so desperate to get out of their relationships. They're like, I don't know. I met this guy by the pool and he had 24,000 abs and he liked cereal. And like, I love cereal. So maybe I'm meant to be with him.
0: I also love cereal. So I think it's So I
1: think we're just meant to be. Um, My boyfriend, Jeff, doesn't like cereal. But you know what? <laughs> if he did like cereal, Alex.
0: If he did. If, if he did, did like cereal.
1: He would probably be like, "Oh, I love my cereal, but I have this issue and it's not a really relationship issue. No. It's an issue
2: yeah. with
1: the fact that it there's just no protein and it's all carbohydrates." Well, yeah. my friends of Temptation Island and Fightful. I didn't want to plug something too easily, but sometimes a segue just falls into your lap and it's Simply magic
2: cameo. What's up you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day, no matter where I am with delicious magic spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, easy, all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruit, defrosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently and if you go to magicspoon.com slash fightful grab a custom bundle of cereal try it today use our promo code fightful at checkout to save five dollars off your order if you don't like it they are so confident in their product it comes with a 100 percent happiness guarantee they'll refund your money no questions asked if you don't like it but you will It's perfect before, after workouts as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful.
0: Kate, I'm so tempted to do, and if you want things falling into your lap like magic... (laughs) And then but, doing the next one, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna That's do not it. who we
1: have tonight anyway. No. But I mean I did that, so <laughs> I ran the wrong ad on our AEW post show, but
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, let's talk about the show or whatever, I guess. Uh yeah. yeah. The show not Temptation Island at XT tonight.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: Fine. Opening.
0: Okay. Well, we got we got some things. Talk to talk about. <laughs> we, <laughs> we we got some some humper chats and super chats about Robert Stone and Von Wagner. Um. So um. Well, see, uh, Von Wagner is he? See, the problem with Von Wagner is that he is fighting other superstars. He should be fighting the true enemy, himself. <laughs> That's one of the rules. Uh, it's
1: called controlling your narrative. It's not uh,
0: right. Ricardo. The bad guy says, "I loved it like I love car crashes." That's ver- yes. Well, all all of all of NXT could be that. If you like it, that's why you like it. There could be another reason. Uh, Mark Losper says, "Robert Stone, my type is losers." <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, Jake's, I'm not
1: saying it's because of him that we haven't seen his value yet, by the way. But what no. I'm saying is we have not seen his value they have,
0: yet. They have not put him in a position to show us his value. Um, Jake Salazar says, if Robert Stone loves losers, then he's going to be Veer Mahan coming when he sees main roster hurt business. That's not fair. That's not fair. I mean, it is, but it's it's not. It's not nice. It's not their fault they're booked so poorly. Yeah. Um okay, so we got a, our opening bout was one of those qualifiers for uh for the old ladder match there at Standard Deliver. It was Roddy Strong versus Solo Sokoa, Blonde Uso. Uh figured this was gonna go this way. Um uh um but it, the 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 way they put together this whole qualifying thing or as M- mellow Mello shows up before the show and says time for another mellifying match and i was like oh uh oh uh, like oh qual like qualifying but but mellow oh so so mellifying okay um next, now we're gonna see who's gonna qualify no, no, no! You can't say it's a mellifying match, but then we're going to see who's going to qualify. If you're going to make the, the substitution, you got to do it every time. So it's a mellifying match. Who's going to qual? Who's going to mellify? Um, also, instead of quality, it'll be it'll be melody. Anytime there's a qua, just put it with the mella in there. I think we should just do that. This um, is
1: very quickly turning into it being a narrative.
0: <laughs> it's a narrative. I'm trying to control it. It's my it's my it's my fault for not controlling it.
1: Alex, control it because it's between you. And yourself.
0: I I thought this was fine. Solo Sokoa yeah, won. This
1: was good. What R- I like- Roddy,
0: Roddy Strong is impossible it's impossible for him to have a bad match. He's a great professional wrestler. Yes. But it, it, it is it does feel like he's kind of just become the guy who makes other dudes look good when they beat him guy on the roster. Like he's he's Oni Lorkin. Is that basically what Roddy Strong's role is now? Like which is too bad, but I, but I, but I, I do, I do think he's great, and I, it's one of those guys that like. I just wish that he, maybe he'll be in line for another push at some point before his contract runs out. Who knows?
1: Who knows is correct. I don't know what's happening on the show virtually ever, but I do know I like matches that have stakes, and qualifiers are neat, and I appreciated that. I also appreciate that <clears throat> Solo Sokoa is kind of like, in addition to being a blonde uso. Uh, he's a little bit like of a he's a lone wolf but they don't tell you every 20 seconds that he's a lone wolf uh-huh. which is refreshing like he doesn't really have any friends down there he's not trying to align himself with anybody he's not interfering with people's matches he's just kind of there to show up and kick ass and he doesn't really trust anyone because they're all making out with each other and losing their minds and I appreciate that about him and I just appreciate that that's not like His gimmick or anything like yeah it's it's just who he is i don't know what his trajectory is and i don't mean that in as bad of a way as i think i made it for a lot of people on nxt i mean they could call him up and add him to the bloodline tomorrow or he could be here for another year and be a north american champion at some point and see where it goes like i feel like ring wise he's ready i think he knows who he is as a wrestler from a character perspective but it's just a matter of what does that look like in WWE landscape for right now? I thought the match was a really solid opener, predictable booking, but a good match. And I agree with you about Roddy. I don't know what's next for him. Like I, he could be named, I don't know, Diamond McDougal on the main roster tomorrow or something. Like I have no idea what's going to happen to him at all. Like <laughs> he could get called <laughs> up and put in a ridiculous hat and that'd be his character or he could stay here and make other guys look good kind of like Kushida's doing or did for kid last week so i i don't know what's next for him but it does seem like they unified the belts and then his push kind of i don't want to say got halted but mm-hmm uh is a little more directionless than it was but a a really solid match like you're not going to see those guys have a bad match
0: no 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 and i i think that this is a really great match for solo zakoa to have he's been having really good matches with people who are veterans uh you don't get much more veteran than than roddy strong at this point um uh this is this is fine so i think so is the the right guy to win it um uh so good Uh, Mark Lossper says that uh, I assume that the winner of the North American title ladder match will trade in his title shot for a shot at the unified title on the Raw after Mania. Um, No, there's not a title shot at stake. You actually win the North American championship. That was the crucial problem with the Lady Dusty. Uh, The finals weren't actually for the tag belts. If they had done that, like they've done a couple of times before with the the men's uh, Dusty, then maybe well, if you worked. lose
1: it doesn't matter cuz you just get a title shot.
0: That's so. also true. Um uh Tom Lavalle said it's not like Roddy Strong resigned to team with his wife and they fired his wife who uh, apparently I think she won tonight on uh, on dark so you know uh, you know it, yeah, it,
1: no. I hate to to be the bearer of bad news. I'm afraid I have some bad news. That's exactly what happened.
0: Oh no. Oh,
1: Darn it. Shucks.
0: Yeah. Um uh the Nerguru says, I need Roddy to leave so that we can do the full UE and AEW so that when Kenny returns, he can reconcile with Hangman with the Bucks and then the UE versus Elite uh, blood and guts. Wouldn't that be a great thing to happen in, a, in an in an alternate universe? That would be wonderful.
1: It would uh, be, and Tay Conti's there, and we all know she was a part of the Undisputed Era as well. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was for one glorious night. They recruited her to take out Nikki Cross and then never ever referenced it again. Uh, the one the one time during that magical time of NXT, they were very much like the main roster. What? What are you talking about? That never happened. Pay no attention to the thing you saw with your own eyes. Um, um the
1: the most beautiful person in the world as well. Right. Like this stunning woman was never there.
0: So um, Kate, I'm gonna need you to uh, to answer uh, oh, no. just a quick question. No, no, no. I, I I'm listen. It's I understand that women's uh, friendships is is different uh, than than maybe men's friendships might be, depending on your friendship. Um, last week we saw Persia Parada and Indy Hartwell have a match over who was. I don't know, the better woman or whatever. The better and maker outer. The, well, no, but they had the match to see because they wanted to fight because they don't like each other. Right. And and then uh Indy won. Um, and then they to 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 prove who was the better maker outer, they both made out with with their with their respective uh uh partners. And apparently, according to WWE, that, that video got six and a half million views on the TikTok. Uh, which proves that everybody loves NXT Temptation Island. Um, NXT Temptation Island. NXT, tempti- NXT Temptation Island. NXT Temptation Island. Um but this week they're hanging out in the locker room. They're frenemies, right? That's what they're, we're getting to their, their frenemies now. That's a thing that I'm that I personally uh as a middle-aged male, I'm not really sure if I understand the real definition of that tor- that, that term but are, are they frenemies now because they were they were definitely sniping at each other but like in a in a casually catty way as opposed to like really not liking each other i'm just kind of this whole storyline for these two women seems to kind of just be like there
1: well uh nobody behaves like this so
0: oh okay good good to know <laughs> so
1: there's a, i don't think it's a frenemy Paige and AJ were kind of enemies more when they had their feud. These mm. two more outright hate each other. It's a little less, like, passive-aggressive. passive, passive aggressive. Um, But I don't know, because neither of them are fighting... They're not fighting over the same guy. They both have their respective guys, so this That's makes true. no sense to me, really. Yeah. Like, one of them is is married. So, like... Why does she care that her friend is dating someone that she
0: used to date?
1: Used to date. Like, I I don't know. It's just very, it's weird.
0: (laughs) I know know that you and I, sometimes we have a bit of a falling out. Maybe, maybe we were, might, might've been a little, sometimes I drink a little too much wine and then I might say something I regret. And then, but of always, I'll say, listen, honey, I'm sorry. I should never have said the thing I said about the thing that I said it about. And then, you know, we make up and we're friends again. We have coffee. It's no big whoop. But I but I, like, I understand uh, th- that it's not like that sometimes for other people. But anyway, um, uh, uh, they're, they're talking about who's got the harder boyfriend or I guess in one case, husband. But Dexter has a match with the Tony D'Angelo, of course, who I love very much. He's a very you nice love boy. Love
1: the Tony D'Angelo. Oh,
0: I love him like a son, of course. Not you too. Not, not, not in the way you're doing. I'm not we're not gonna I don't know. I know this. you
1: pinch his cheeks. I don't know what cheeks you're pinching.
0: Let's not start. All right, now we 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 are we're on good terms here. I'm very I'm, I'm i'm liable to get off to shut off this whole FaceTime dealy right here. And just go away because I don't want to do this anymore.
1: I mean, we know you're searching for husband number nine. That's all I'm saying.
0: Listen, it. I'm I am old enough to be his great great grandmother. All right, are you? Yes. Well, don't know today. Today I am. I suppose. Okay. I'm done. Um, uh, Dexter. Dexter and, and and Tony D have a have a match. We broke
1: Alex or we broke done, Linda. I don't, I don't know which one we I don't broke. know
0: it's just it's it's just it's it's such a weird deal. I love Tony D'Angelo. I'm glad he, I'm glad he's having matches now again. He was off TV for too long from my Too blood. long.
1: Uh and I, I like always I li- be on my TV. I, I
0: like his uh I like his matches. I like the way he's I like his style in the ring. Like he's he just he's he's a he's a he's a he's, a, he's like half brawler, half grappler. Like he just he just chucks dudes around when he gets a hold of them, but otherwise he just likes to kick him in the gut, and pound him over the back. Like it's that's that's fun. It's he's he's a fun he's a fun guy to watch be a heel because he's also always working the crowd and just the camera and everything. He's he's doing some really good stuff. Um, but uh, both Indy is out there rooting for Dex, and um, uh, she has invited Persia and Duke Hudson to come out and watch as well. Earlier in that before segment, Persia said that that how its index is their little their little couple name for Indy and Dexter. Well, they're called Douja, and Douja sounds like a very fancy European feminine hygiene product. Uh, do you want to try the Douja? It would really you know it would make you so fragrant. Like no, I don't. I don't want. No, I don't want to try the Douja. Thank you very much.
1: It's a designer. Yeah, ladies' hygiene yes. product.
0: Um, well, the thing. Well, is I ha- said they- that
1: like they've never ever named anything in this company without That's googling true. it first. So That's I'm true. sure it wasn't because if, they're- you,
0: if you put their names together, Persia and Duke, you have no choice to but to go by Duja because the other way it would be Puke. So you can't do that.
1: Yeah, and then you not only is it a bad name, but you run into trademark issues with Puke, the yeah. technical wizard wrestler
0: uh, that we yeah. all knew. So um, so they're all out there watching. Um, and at one point, uh Duke opens the buttons on his shirt, and and she, Vic Joseph says, What is Duke Hudson doing? and Wade Barrett goes, I don't know, but I don't have any objections. And I just I just love that, that Wade Barrett in canon is gay for Duke Hudson. I don't know <laughs> why, but he totally is. Why and not? I, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, I mean, it's it's
1: he's also been straight in Canon before, so we have questions. I think
0: that's fair. yeah. um but uh, but he distracts uh, Dexter long enough for Tony D'Angelo to go over and try and get his his little crowbar. Uh, but Indy grabs it, so she so you know, so he can't have it. And then Persia grabs it from from Indy. And then Tony grabs it from Persia who resists it being pulled into the ring and lets go right as Dexter walks up from behind. So he clocks Dexter with the crowbar and somehow the ref like ducks. So he doesn't get hit, but also doesn't see the crowbar hitting Dexter. But like, why did you duck if you didn't know he had a crowbar?
1: I, actually, I actually thought that was well done because it looked like he was just trying to the way he turned around, it looked like his arm was just coming at the ref's head. And I was like, no, that's actually, I th- I thought that was actually good. Because you would naturally duck out of the way if someone's sure. swinging back fist was that's coming true. at you. So just because he didn't see the crowbar, it's like you would still naturally move. So I actually kind of liked that spot. Uh, yeah. There was a horribly missed leg drop. Yeah. <laughs> You caught yeah. that,
0: but uh, Tony D was selling too much. He didn't realize he had to lay f- flat for, for that long. Yeah. He was rolling around going, Oh, ouch! Oh, whoops, I should have been laying flat.
1: Um, those kind of botches I find very fun, yeah. like sincerely, because yeah. like it was like oh, should happen sometimes. <laughs> like, who cares? This is that
0: this is that one spot that you do dicks where you kip up and then immediately jump into a leg drop. And I didn't know you were doing that, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of new. Sorry, but uh, afterwards, um, Indy's uh, pissed at, at, at Persia, and um, then uh, Tony D'Angelo cuts a promo about you know how he's gonna. Uh, uh, hey, Tommaso Ciampa, you thought I was coming over here I was gonna be uh, respectful, but you you don't know what eat. And then uh, uh, Tom- Tommy Ciampa comes up from uh, Tommy Champa's music hits, and the interest from behind. And he hits him with the fairy tale ending, and then he cuts a little promo on uh, on his unconscious body. This is a, this is a match I'm really, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, we, we know this is probably Tommy Champa's last match on the on the brand. So Tony D is going to go over. Uh, this is the kind of thing we're like, oh, so a young guy that I like is getting the rub by sending a guy out of NXT. That's nice. As opposed to, you know, all Von the time. Vaughn Wagner, all Kyle the time, O'Reilly, <laughs> Steel <the> time, Cage. <laughs> all the times Vaughn and Grayson did that shit. I'm much more happy that it's Tony D this time.
1: So as you know, partner, I love Eddie Kingston. And part of why I love Eddie Kingston is his ability to say so much with so little or no words. Ciampa did that exactly here. He said, mm-hmm. uh... I don't know what my fairy tale ending is, but I'm going to find out at Stand and Deliver or something. Just like right. a perfectly perfect sentence. Like just a, a wonderful way to let the audience fill in the gaps and just say his thing, do his move, and get out of there. So I really liked this. I'm looking forward to that match as well. Tony G's finisher is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I love it. Um, and I agree with you. Like, he has his amateur background but he's also just like a brute. So it's yeah. a fun hybrid that is really rare and that you don't see in wrestling that much and it just makes me laugh cuz like we were also just and he's really really good at this.
0: Yeah. Um So uh so there was that uh, and then um uh backstage um uh Indy accuses Persia of letting go of the crowbar at the right moment so that Tony D would hit Dexter with it on purpose. And she denies this. How dare you? I would never do that. Uh, But uh, Duke, Duke could beat any man on the roster. No problem. Uh, And then, and Dexter's like bet, but he doesn't say anything because he's Dexter Loomis. He walks over to an easel and apparently sketches. uh something in five seconds and then shows <laughs> with
1: one three colored marker by yeah. the way
0: <laughs> yes one marker he just does this and it comes out and there's three colors on it um uh, but it is it is a caricature of 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 gunthar uh, with giant ears which i had never thought of gunthar as having giant ears but uh but he has giant ears in this caricature and duke's like oh no i don't want to do that and it turns out oh no he did not want to do that That Things did not end up well for him, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Yeah, I don't know what this is all leading. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a mixed tag match. Maybe we'll get a a, a singles Dexter versus Duke Hudson. I don't know where any of these people are going via this storyline. Are they moving up the card at all? Or is this like (laughs) something for them to do that you think is funny? I guess.
1: I mean, isn't that the story with Ryan Rainbow"? Yeah. I, I well, for the segment, I, I kind of love that he whipped up that sketch in five seconds. I thought that was very funny, and I also love Duke Hudson going, "How did you do that so fast?" <laughs> like, yeah. even he was perplexed. If you're gonna do absurdity, if you acknowledge it, I appreciate it. Um, I don't know. Where this is going, but I also know it's not nice to volunteer your boyfriend to face Walter. That just seems rude. Ex-boyfriends. Well, to, to be sure. fair,
0: to be fair, she didn't know Dexter was going to pick Walter. He could have picked anybody, but but he he did he did make the right choice. Um, my,
1: my, goodness. my goodness. We got a,
0: we got an Electra Lopez versus Fallon Henley match. Um, uh, Ryan Sullivan says I'm a big fan of Fallon Henley but concerned about the gimmick, her gimmick being that she's friends with Double Vest in the Beach. like And that, a bartender. Well, I, I suppose we saw that once. She said, this is my family's place. I'm just helping out. So she's really a wrestler. She's a part-time occasional bartender when her family is short-staffed down at the pub. That's like really that,
1: nice.
0: Which is a nice thing but also look we just...
1: had a, a bar bouncer nunchuck wielding <laughs> dance singer why can't we have someone that just you know helps out on occasion she can bartend at the toxic lounge
0: we uh <laughs> we we saw we we uh we just know that she has terrible taste in platonic male friends like that's that's all that's all we know um
1: also, I don't know why people are talking about Jim Cornette in the chat, but I'm gonna ban everybody and puke if that <laughs> continues. So let's just whatever you need to say about Jim Cornette, make yeah. your points and wrap it up.
0: Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we have um we have this match. Uh, Legato is out there with her.
1: Carmen uh, Electro she- looks like Carmen San Diego when she comes out. By the Electra way, Electro Lopez. Look, yeah. I'm sorry, like, Electro. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Carmen Electro <laughs> Lopez.
0: Carmen Electro Lopez. Um. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh so uh legado and double vest in the beach fight, and they immediately are ushered out of ringside by by seven refs who come out of nowhere. Like, no, where were oh, this was just it's just so staged. Uh, so at least Electra and Fallon Henley can have their match by themselves, I guess. Uh, and Electra Lopez hits a little like a blue thunder y type looking deal, yeah. It was and, cool. and hits a hits gets a victory on Fallon Henley. Okay.
1: I don't get it. Um, Hey, what happened to that that Tatum gal who was in the tournament with Ivy? Like, we just haven't seen her since. For,
0: for that matter, uh, Jake Salazar says, oh, was Nikita Lyons on this show tonight? No, she wasn't. Again, they had that weird Last Legend thing. She was like, I'm going to kick your ass, Last Legend. And I guess they're just saving that for the pape? Like, I don't know. <laughs> what are we doing? Are we are we gonna do that feud? Uh did somebody get hurt? Uh yeah, Tatum Paxley. Did they
1: lose that energy? Because they need she's, to keep that same energy.
0: She's she's love she's level upping.
1: Oh, okay. She was, so she's somewhere. She, I just feel like yeah. she was like with Ivy, and then we didn't see her again. And I I thought she looked kind of cool, honestly. So yeah, she's
0: she's she's upping her level.
1: That's good, because you know, you gotta level up.
0: Mm-hmm uh Jebny pringle says that uh fallon henley can have more jobs than N- N- nikita lyons well right now she's got one and a half so she's got a lot of catching up to do
1: well look a woman with a bunch of jobs mm-hmm. and another woman with a bunch of jobs mm-hmm. they're gonna have that same energy you know what i mean so <laughs> i don't know what i mean <laughs> so don't yeah. worry about
0: it yeah um uh, in in the in this rundown from Luis Pulido, he has mentioned a Zion Quinn and Draco Anthony segment, which neither of us remember.
1: I may have ordered Chipotle and it arrived at that
0: time. And I was putting my daughter to bed, so I have no idea what this, I'm going to try and scan through some <laughs> the other worst notes and see worst if I can this out. Yeah, we're oh, so terrible no. at this. Make up Anthony, things that happened Draco, in that segment. Here, okay, and here we go. It. Here, this is me making up, the, pretending Ooh, okay. that I know what happened. Okay. So Draco Anthony was in the locker oh, oh, wait. Um, I'm going to tell you about it as Linda. Here we go. <gasps> so Draco Anthony was in the locker room and Zion Quinn walks up. But Dr- Draco's phone rings, but he keeps ignoring it. Now, 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 Zion Quinn says, is that Joe Casey? Is Joe Casey bothering you on the phone? You should really change your number. But it is it is Joe Gacy who's calling him. So Draco shows uh, Quinn a video message left by Joe Gacy. Now Gacy says on the video message, he says that, uh, Draco, you don't have to live your life all alone. You should open your mind and let me help you, says Joe Gacy, because together we can make your life so much better. And then Draco throws his phone against his locker. I that, I that, guess I guess he was ready to... Get a new plan so he can get a new phone for free, I suppose. And then Zion uh, uh, Quinn says, you know what to do, don't you? You, you, you got to handle your business like a man. And then and then Zion Quinn uh, says uh, that he's got Draco's back if he needs it. But, but you got to handle it straight. And then Zion Quinn walks away because he's a real man who says you should get into a fight. And if you do, I sh- might be there to also help you in the fight. And that was this segment. Did you That's like what it? really
1: happened in the segment because I saw the very end of this where he threw his phone like that basketball player did to that fan. Um, is The Undertaker going to manage him? Because he's a man's man. So I just have questions.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: I actually... Joe's Gacy getting in people's heads. For a segment I didn't see most of. I'll take
0: it. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, uh so Wrigler and Zood come out and uh and Zood gets to do his full like glorious. entrance, his glorious entrance with with you know, that's that's awesome. They got to give his He won't give, give old, in. He 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 won't give in. He he won't give in no. until he until he's victorious.
1: There it is. In which at which time is appropriate to give in?
0: Yes, which seems. Weird.
1: I am just needling you a lot today, and it's a really fun. I'm so sorry. It's the little sister in me that's just gonna interrupt you and say no, things no, like that. Good.
0: No, it's good. <laughs> uh, I I don't I don't know why once you've secured a victory you would give in.
1: Well, because you're a, victorious.
0: It seems to me that you should like use that to propel you forward. You know I, what it is. I, I, I won. Now I give up and I surrender. Is a kind of a weird thing to do. Let's not let's not do any more of I think the, lyric the, analysis of, of this whole Bobby of this theme? song.
1: <laughs> well, it just feels like you're like you're done, like you've controlled yeah. your narrative. There's no need to do anything else.
0: Yeah. Anywho, this match
1: was so good.
0: This match was very good. Um it is it's, one of those deals where like Robert Rude uh on Raw is like a, a 71 tops. But when he crosses that threshold back into NXT, then he's former NXT champion, Bobby Roode. And 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 now, you know, he can actually stand up to to Braun Breaker. Because, because we saw him get pinned. Like we saw him get humiliated because, you know, he's a he's a he's a wrestling veteran of, I don't know, 20 years at this point, maybe longer. Uh, and we saw him lose, get pinned by a shamrock shake last night. So, um, so it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that he could put up a good fight against Braun Breaker. Uh who, who would who I would forgot we call Dominic Shamrock Shake? Shamrock shake. Um because he's green and, and vanilla. he's vanilla. Yeah.
1: God love you.
0: So <gasps> I, I I do think that it is one of those deals where I know there is not a transitive property one-to-one, like. If this no, guy, no, the main
1: roster is a different world.
0: Totally, but even within NXT, if this guy beats this guy but loses to this guy, it doesn't mean that there's like they're ranking up between... they, they don't do it that way. They're they should, it. but they don't do that.
1: Um, they're not leveling
0: it does, it, up. It does it does hurt me significantly <laughs> in my soul to watch uh, a Shamrock Shake pin Robert Roode so easily. Uh, last night and then Braun Breaker struggle with him so mightily tonight. That's just me though. But- booyaka,
1: booyaka, shamrock, shake. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. That's good. I'm a genius.
0: Yeah, you are. <laughs> mm, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, this, this match was really good though. Robert Roode is, is a consummate professional. Like he's so so, he's so good, good at doing ever whatever you need him to do, he's he'll he will he will do his damnedest somehow to make a Shamrock Shake look like a good wrestler. And he doesn't need to do that against against uh, against Braun Breaker. He just needs to walk him through this this match where Braun gets to fight from underneath. Like he he does this thing. Like it, it, I just think that uh, as often as Braun Breaker is going to run full speed at the turnbuckles and a guy is going to get out of the way and then he's going to spear the, the 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 ring post with his with his right shoulder that's going to happen to him at least once every match he ever wrestles he should just wrestle with a with a shoulder pad on his right shoulder just like just because just get that out of the way just a thing that he should just do just to make sure because it's always going to happen um but every time he sells the collarbone after doing that spot I think, oh no, this kid didn't injure himself, did he? Because that would be <laughs> terrible. Because, because not only does he do it then, but he also he also landed really high on his shoulder when doing the Frankensteiner off the top yeah. rope. And then he started selling it harder. And I was like, oh no, did he really tweak it? Because he wasn't lifting his arm. Like he was, he could not lift his arm away from his chest, I was like, well, that's what happens when you break a collarbone. You can't actually do anything. I hope they didn't screw it up. But then he just started doing like his Hulk up stuff. And I was like, see, you sold me a ticket, you dumb son of a... (laughs) Like, nah, he's so good at this. He's a natural. And I do do love the Braun Breaker. I wish they would change his stupid name, but he is really, really, really good. And um, if he's not the top guy In all of WWE, in five years, they've made a grievous error.
1: He's great. He definitely went to the same school as MJF for in-match injury selling. Like, the two of them are two of the best doing it, and two of the youngest. Like, I absolutely love when people commit that hard to it, because it does make you wonder a little bit, like you're supposed to. Um, Great match. It's been fun seeing Dolph back and seeing Rude back. Seeing that or I guess Dolph not even back because he was not really in NXT, but yeah. they it's almost like they're on a field trip or something. They seem like they're having so much fun. I love Bobby Roode. I think he's a star, or Robert Roode or Rick Ross, or whatever we're calling him. Uh <laughs> but I I think he's great. I I really like him. I felt like he could have been a much bigger star than they booked him to be. I think he would have been a great mid card champion for a lot longer than he was given a shot, but uh it was just fun to see him in a singles match he looked like he was like having a blast i feel like Mm -hmm. you can really read that on some wrestlers and he's one of them yeah and they gave this match a lot of time this was longer than most of break occurs matches and especially in a non-triple threat scenario and i thought his stamina was great the whole time i didn't feel like the energy dipped really i felt like the match was really well paced for both of their styles like They would speed up, and then they would take their breath and and get back in it, which is not always easy to do. So, a really, really strong match. And it seems like they're really testing Breaker in a lot of different scenarios um, before they call him up, which is smart.
0: Yes. Uh, He hit his spear, which is one of the best ones I got in WWE right now. Uh, And then he kicked out of the Glorious DDT at 2.97. Like, that's a... That... In in Vince's WWE, you gotta be really really good at the at the two point nine nine thing. You gotta be, and he's he's picking it up real quick. He is. Um, uh, and then uh, the finish was uh, Rude going up to the top for the for the for the blockbuster, but somehow Breaker caught him fluidly into the power slam, which was like a really cool move. Uh, and I just think he's this guy's really. He's he's going all the way. I, I, I I'm torn. Like, well, here's the deal. I have no confidence that they're actually gonna make him into the top guy in the company in five years, or even like a top guy in the company. So, like, because they mess everything up. Um, so do I want him on Raw or SmackDown? Like right after Mania? I I don't know. Like, there's so much room for error, like they just are so terrible at this. Um, but like you know, does he is he gonna win the title back from, from uh from old Wrigler at Standard Deliver? Probably, but if he doesn't, that means they're calling him up on Monday or, or Friday of the following week. And that's not bad either, I suppose. Until they screw him up.
1: I think they put him in this situation until Cody actually signed. Because I think now Cody is gonna be your champion at SummerSlam and he'll probably drop to Braun like at Rumble. But they might wait to call Braun up. C- Cody. I think they're gonna pull the trigger, and then I think they're gonna screw it up.
0: Intercontinental champion, yes.
1: No, what? I they <laughs> I think he's going to dethrone Roman, and they're going to ruin everything. No, they don't not. care. No, they So what? We're gonna wait around for the Rock. Yes, we're gonna wait around for the Rock for a so few. They're, that they're, doesn't they're, need the title.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. No, but they think it does. They think it does, and I, I, I think in six weeks Cody will be firmly in the mid card, and, and nobody was going to care about him. I, I really do. I do not think I. I don't think they have any idea how to use him. Just like they had no idea how to use him before. You know, I they,
1: think because they love booking moments and not reigns, they will have Cody either do one thing which I wouldn't like, which is uh, he'll beat Seth at Mania. And then Roman will come and say, "I beat everybody on this roster." Uh-huh. Blah blah blah. And then Cody will say, "You haven't beat me," and he'll either beat him there, or I think he'll beat him at SummerSlam. And I think he'll have like a reign until Rumble because they don't really care what else to do. Um, or uh- he'll or he'll win and they'll give it back to Reigns or whatever. Like I, I think they're going to capitalize on the moment and then they'll book something stupid like they do with everybody
0: they'll 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 capitalize on the moment at mania and then i almost almost guarantee he'll be working heel because he will talk about how this place sucks and it sucked when i was here and it sucks since i left and now that i'm here i'm going to change it in my own image because they'll probably do some some because he's he's a bad guy for leaving and starting another company in vince's eyes there's no way that that character is a good guy. So even if he's coming back and resigning, I I feel like they're they're problem they're going to screw up whatever they do. But I, I I I I I wish I had your optimism because if they actually have him in the main picture, that means that they're actually going to do something decent and creative with him. Uh, to no, actually it doesn't. Keep him-
1: it just no. means that they're going to have him face a guy that happens to have the title. It doesn't mean they're going to do anything important. Yeah. Look at the look at the last organic moments that you've had. You had Biggie, right?
0: Mm.
1: Great moment, yeah. booted the rain. You had Bianca, great yeah. moment, booted the rain. You had Kofi, great moment, booted the rain. They're mm. gonna do that with Cody. Yeah. And everybody who's excited about him coming back is gonna be disappointed. And everybody mm. who doesn't care about him coming back is also going to be disappointed. Yeah. And they're gonna say Cody was never a top guy. That's why the rain failed. And that's going to be your Cody Rhodes return story. That's mm-hmm. what I think. And I think it's an absolute ridiculous creative gap that they have no desire to close because they simply do not care.
0: If if they introduce I and mean, they're going to unify the titles, put them on Roman almost certainly. But that doesn't mean that Raw is not going to have a top champion. They're just going to create another title for somebody to hold. And you I probably... think it's just
1: going to work both?
0: Um, I, I I think that he'll be the unified champion, but that like the top title on Raw isn't going to be uh, the United. No, Ro- Roman's not gonna work both. He doesn't work on SmackDown. He comes out and cuts a bad promo for seven minutes after his. If, if, his, his, his like no, no, he's not gonna work anything. But I'm saying like the, if they if they do another title or Roman abdicates the one he doesn't want or whatever, Raw is gonna need a top champion. I feel like they might have Cody. Win the top mid card belt, which is whatever the hell the top belt on Raw is. The adrenaline belt. The adrenaline belt. Uh, the adrenaline, my soul belt. And then from then on, they'll actually, uh, blame him for the bad reign there. But I don't think he's going to come anywhere near Roman, uh, for a while because he they they're, they they wanted to be on Raw because they needed they need an interesting storyline on Raw which they do not have currently.
1: I know that's right.
0: Um. Uh, so anyway, oh yeah, Breaker got uh, uh super kicked in the face by Dolph Ziggler. He was out at ringside, but got booted to the back during the match and then came out after the match to superkick uh a unaware Braun Breaker. So
1: So he cannot be in control of your narrative because he does use the super kick. Just to clarify. Yeah. You know what was crazy with Ziggler? It was like he was out there and then suddenly he was nowhere to be found you know that is
0: that is true
1: and if you don't want people knowing where you are well there's a way to do that on the internet and that's with NordVPN, y'all
2: i've started to travel a lot more for work which is why i'm not on this show right now and there are little things that i'm discovering when i'm on the road say goodbye Like, I can't watch SmackDown unless I'm live at the hotel because YouTube TV tells me I'm out of my region. Fortunately, NordVPN.com slash Fightful can help, and it helps me watch a lot of shows that I would normally miss because they're region-blocked in my area. It helps me get better prices on a lot of pay-per-view stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also use that code Fightful, and you're going to get 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. And it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. There is nothing to lose here with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee every month, a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to vast amount of entertaining content. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It has made my life a whole lot easier especially on the road. Check us out. Use that code fightful at nordvpn.com/fightful.
1: Hey, you know what else you should do? What's that? Subscribe to Fightful's life for $5 a month.
0: Mhm.
1: Would that be a great idea? It would be great. What do you want to like feel like you're at like a giant concert with 6,500 friends of yours, which is about what the Fightful Select subscription is, yeah. but you don't have to even risk like COVID or spend money going anywhere else. You can it's just,
0: true.
1: for $5 a month, keep up with all the contract news in the history of the world. Sean broke the story about baseball getting back together. Um, He didn't really break that, but that's just something I was asking for for a really long time. Just like, mm-hmm. please update us on the union and the association, so... Mm-hmm. That was behind that paywall. You guys could have known before anybody else if you would just subscribe for $5 a month. to Fightful Select. FightfulSelect.com. Also, Alex. Yeah. Friday before Mania. You know who's... Or er, Friday of this week. You know who's doing the Friday Night post Show? I do. You want to tell them? It's us. It's us. It's me and you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Team Calix. We get a double dose this week. Sorry, everybody. Um... <laughs> Uh, the, the nerd guru says uh, SRS gave me credit for tossing the name Shamrock Shake for Dom uh, to you last week. And I cannot take credit, unfortunately, just carrying the air, cleaning the air. Love y'all. That was oh, Luis. That was Luis who did that. Because uh, <laughs> both Sean and, and Denise popped hard for the idea Shamrock of, shake. of, of Shamrock Shake. That was Doc Mueller. Who came up with he that was. of course and, and he and, is a and,
1: vicious man and will get very and, angry yeah, about you credit. gotta
0: get you gotta give him his props um mark losper says of nikita lions um uh, to be fair if i had a feud with Lash legend i wouldn't show up either it's also uh, true it could be hazardous to your anyway um so uh there's a chase you segment um, where Bodhi is going to give a, his, his oral report on fortitude. And while he's doing it, some guy raises his hand. He's like, what are you doing? You're interrupting my report. I was getting in my flow talking to Mr. Chase about how much he means to me. Um, and, uh, and he starts cussing at him. And then Andre Chase says, "Bodhi, Bodhi, calm down. Who taught you to have the, such a, a vicious outburst And, uh, and basically Bodhi does like they, they screwed it up. So all he's got to do is say to, um, to Andre chase, the immortal words of you. All right. I learned it by watching you. Uh, and then, um, Andre chase would have said, Oh, what a, what a wonderful moment. Thank you. I'm so glad I could teach you. But it's just like, well to be honest Mr. Chase I kind of learned it because I watched you do it as well. Like no if you're going to do the old like anti-drugs commercial you got to actually full on do it. No, they didn't.
1: What is your favorite anti-drug PSA? Do you remember?
0: Oh that one. That one because because the the uh, the the guy the actor they hired to play the dad with his weird like balding hairline and big like weird fro and his Groucho Marx mustache. And he's like, he shows the kid like, like a box of like heroin. And it's like, who taught you to do this stuff? And and the, and the kid's like, you, you all right. I learned it by watching you. And the, I watched the look, you the shoot look, up. The look, on, the look on Mr. Cotter's face when he realized that he taught his son To do really, really hard drugs is just (laughs) hilarious and it'll always be hilarious. I... Eggs in a Pan, pan, Brain on Drugs is pretty good.
1: That is really good. Remember the Flat Girl?
0: Yes. That That I think is is my favorite. Yeah.
1: I think Flat Girl was my favorite. They're amazing. There's compilations on YouTube. I've watched every single one and they make me want to do drugs. I don't do drugs. (laughs) Yeah. But they make me want to because it looks really they just make it look really fun for the most part like most of them are like you will be relaxed and enjoy yourself look how fun your surroundings become yeah they think that's where vince mcmahon learned about what we to you. it all makes sense now there you go, there you go. the shaman was that dad
0: josh Wefer <laughs> says that chase university is toxic maximally university totally is
1: they were Mark getting Mark- close to something I liked. Like when it became a parody of itself a little bit, I was like, is this heading in a direction where they're gonna make fun of themselves? But they didn't mm-hmm. go far enough.
0: No. Mark Losper asks, who are these Chase U Center segments for? I don't know. Not for me. Um uh and so now now I'll tell you what this is. This isn't for me. This is not this is not for me. Grayson Waller versus A Kid. For, the, for a spot in the ladder match. You brought in A-Kid, who's very, very good. He's a prodigy. And you had him beat Kushida last week in his debut match, and then you had him wrestle uh, Grayson Waller tonight. You had him scout Grayson Waller's terrible finishing maneuver, where he has to get <laughs> out of the ring and roll into it, into, like a, into a jumping cutter uh, or stunner. And you had him, like, catch him in in a in a sub- submission maneuver, which was really great that he had it scouted, but then he just friggin' did it again. And Kid A, uh, A Kid Kid A, that's a that's a Radiohead album. That's like a free album. It is. Uh, a Kid didn't have it scouted this time and got hit with it and lost like clean. Unless I'm misremembering something, did Sanga get involved and I didn't see it? Like he lost, he beat. Kushida clean last week. Good enough to beat Kushida, but not good enough to beat Grayson Waller is not a thing anyone should ever be on television. Um, So I hated the... Why would you do what you did with with A-Kid last week, but then do that this week? And I get it because after he lost to Grayson Waller, Mello comes up and says, here's what we're going to do. Um, All the guys who lost the qualifying, qualifying matches Which is Cameron Grimes And Roddy Strong And A-Kid They're all going to have a match next week A second chance match And the winner of that match gets into the latter match um, So you, the only reason you do what you did with A-Kid This week Is because you're going to have him win next week Which I'm kind of worried about What that's going to do to Cameron Grimes's psyche If that's what happens But anyway, what did you think about all this?
1: I think a child is very good at this and it makes me sad that he lost to Grayson, but I'm supposed to believe that Grayson is like a top guy and that Kushida wears jackets and loses matches. But the quality of the match between him and Kushida last week was so good and it makes it really hard to buy into that. Also, yeah, the having a move scouted the first time but not the second is really dumb. Um, I'm not surprised the booking went this way. I just don't know why you have this match if you're trying to build both of these guys. Like, they should just face other people. Um, we don't know enough about A-Kid yet for him to be able to take a loss and me feel like he's still important, I feel like. Um, so I just would have rather had a kid face someone a little jobbier and win. But the match itself was alright. Waller just feels very one note to me the way he's presented. And I'm, like, Sangha is not very good. So like, even him adding someone into the mix is not helpful. And the character just feels weird. And just so, like, so inauthentic, but also so typical. Like, it just doesn't It just doesn't connect. So I haven't seen anything in Waller that makes me feel like he's a top star yet.
0: Mark Quill says Grayson Waller is no Dick Grayson or Stu Grayson, for that matter. Mark Losper says Grayson rolling into the ring is neat for his finisher. uh, Until you consider for two seconds that it does literally nothing to improve his finisher.
1: The finisher needs to just change. I never thought I'd be like, oh, I missed the roll up. But just roll the guy up.
0: a a guy who can hit the stunner from literally anywhere like a springboard or uh, off the top rope in in some way or rolling into the ring that's interesting if you can hit your finisher by any way you like why don't just hit a get him hit him with a stunner like there's nothing that you do that makes it more impactful when you roll into the ring like that and it's the only way you can do everything but listen the other thing i have to say about this listen i was right it was a terrible idea to have a kid come out and wrestle because look what happened he got beat up and that that seems very you know what they should do they should arrest that grayson waller for, for child abuse because you should not hit a child you shouldn't believe me I have wanted to on several occasions. Some of my nieces and nephews have a very you are smart so mouth. Bad. Have a very smart mouth, but you know I I always refrained. You should never hit a child. But that Grayson Waller, not only did he hit a child, he 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 ran into the ring, he jumped in a little little flippy do, a little somersault, and then and then hit him with a stunner. That I feel like is at least child endangerment in at least forty two states.
1: And we know, you know, maybe he's in bed with the cops because of the whole restraining what a situation.
0: Yeah, you you never know.
1: I think there's some corruption at the NXT 2.0. There's
0: um, cops
1: around. Never in the parking lot.
0: Yeah, um, we we got a little. Uh, um, so you might you're pretty good, a kid says Mello, but you'll never be a champ. And then um. Uh, a kid hits him and runs away. So I feel like they established this little rivalry between a kid and, and Carmelo because a kid's going to win next week. I think, um, uh, uh, Braun Wagner says, sadly feels as though Waller might win the title. Mark Losper says, Grayson is fetch. Vince is Gretchen. <laughs> um, and, uh, I don't
1: know. I kind of feel like Austin theory is Gretchen. If- or is uh,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: Gretchen Wieners and Vince is Regina. That feels yeah. like,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And Trick Williams says, "I'm a hit on a mama." Uh, he got kicked. Yeah, he's the one who got kicked to the in the in the in the head. Yeah, there you go. That's what happened. <sighs> um, I'm gonna
1: hit on a mama.
0: Yeah, like a a kid. I'm gonna hit on your mama, but he says a hey, mama. Hey, Mama! This that beat that make you move, Mama. Was that a, was that a song? Twenty years ago, right? Um was so
1: much. i was so much more entertained by that than what he said. <laughs> uh,
0: the nerd Guru says, "Tell me, Grayson Waller won't be Madcap's stooge one day." I mean, that might be a higher ceiling than what he actually has. I'm not sure. Um, Mark Losper says, uh, "Guys, you know the DDP's Diamond Cutter was the most dangerous finisher." because it had an elaborate 40-minute setup to land. <laughs>
1: it's like the handspring into the cutter situation. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. it's unnecessary. To, it's uh, Tiffany Stratton doing those, like, handsprings into a glorified rear view. Like, yeah, just, some stuff is yeah. too flashy for it to make sense. It's, like, distracting.
0: Joss Weaver says, uh, never hit a kid. Never hit a kid. It should be a top-selling shirt at the merch stand uh and uh Pringle. i have pringle. never
1: looked at the merch for 2.0 i should do that because yeah.
0: criticism I'm sure, I'm sure it's great uh jb pringle says uh whose blue chew do i have to take to get team Kalex merch maybe a linder and sheeler t-shirt maybe i as much as sean hates this bit i don't think we're ever getting a linda merch I, have, I might have to like get my own store on PWTs. Yeah, or... what a maneuver! Here we come. What a maneuver! That's right. That's where we're gonna go because PWTs is bad for you. Um,
1: it's bad for you and your bad. credit card.
0: Yes, it's bad. It's bad for your credit. Um, Cameron Grimes cut another promo about how he's got to win the NXT Championship. Uh, the last thing I ever said to my dad is, "I'm going to NXT stuff." They're they're setting him up. Why does Where, Cameron
1: Grimes try to make me cry all the time? I'm sorry to I, interrupt, but his hair? Yeah. He was talking about what his hair meant to him, and they made him cut it, and now he's mm. going to lose, and he's going to just have I, guilt about his dead dad? I, oh, my God. Cameron Grimes?
0: I, I wonder if this is going to make him snap, and he's going to turn back a heel again. Um, You know? I I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, it does feel like a kid's getting the victory next week.
1: I I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't think Cameron Grimes is taking the pin and, and this kind of promo is, is pointed. like, like he really, really needs this. And when when a wrestler doesn't get something that they have said pointedly that they really, really need, usually that causes them to lose it a little bit. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Braun Wagner says too bad. Tony isn't in the ladder match. That title will be perfect for him. I think he will be North American champion one day. And again, I have said this over and over again. He needs to be the Italian American champion, and he will only refer to it as such. Um, <laughs> uh, and he will talk about how. Every, hey, hey, that's your, your Italian American stereotype. I don't like that right there. Like everything that every any time that anybody says, "Hey, uh, hey, Tony, would you like a slice of pizza?" That's a stereotype. That's a vile stereotype, and I don't go in for it. Um, I think that'd be funny. Um, um, we got the Creeds versus uh, GYV, which, which is, which is good. It's always going to be good. The Creeds are always improving, and GYV are are basically the 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 team that they're the tag team version of Roddy Strong. You know, they're always going to be great. They're never gonna win that match, though, and it, it kind of feels kind of feels bad that that's what they are at this point. Um, but uh, I I did love um, the way that they mapped out the finish. Um, I I I gotta I I gotta tell you, man, I'm always gonna mark out for that ridiculous friggin' unnecessary clothesline line, no matter which one of the creeds does it. <laughs> The unnecessary clothesline is, is, is a thing that I love. It's real fun. Um, so yeah, what did you think of the match before we talk about the post-thingy the post thingy deal?
1: I thought the match was really good. I, as someone who threatens to lariat people for no reason at all, uh, am also a fan of <laughs> overly intense, unnecessary clotheslines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the match was great. GYV is so good. I It is so hard to know where guys like him and now rest in peace be done um, <laughs> like kind of where they fall and what the plan is for them but they're definitely one of the best tag teams in the world and there's some sneaky good stuff happening in the tag division on that NXT 2.0 that we yeah it's it's just that the booking is so clouded but there's some really good tag teams and so that is always good when the work rate is high i think they had really good chemistry with the creed brothers i just don't know what happens next for a lot of these guys. And Mania season is usually a time where that shakes out, right? We get more releases, storylines end, other ones start. So we'll see where people fall. But, like, they could do great stuff on the main roster. Or they could go and lose to the Usos 47 times in a row. Like, I don't know. So, um, but I thought the match was really strong. I am very confused about the post-match. I just don't get it.
0: Yeah. So, um,
1: mostly the timing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the, the again, the the, the the we'll talk more about this. Both Dusty Tag tournaments have basically been rendered null and void. Um, so the Creeds, they they get um, they they're gonna get their title match at the same time as the guys that they beat for the tag title title shot. Um, but they're they also got attacked a couple of weeks ago, and they're still trying to figure out who it was that that attacked them. GYV again denied it this week. Um, but there's a video that comes up where it's like the SmackDown hacker, uh, because they're somebody spray painting something like what are they spray painting? Creed, I don't know what they spray painted something on their NWO on
1: their, for life, yeah, basically
0: Creed. <laughs> Creed sucks, and they spelled it S-U-X. I don't know they. I don't know what they, what <laughs> they. Uh, uh, what they did, but one of them is in when the background spray painting stuff on a destroyed Dr- diamond mine dojo, and the other guy's in the foreground texting something, and what he's texting is appearing on the screen. But like that's like that's a thing they do in movies now, but that's not actually how that works. So I don't know who who produced this. It's supposed to be a live shot, but it can't be. So it's weird, but he's like um, they spray painted. Don't cry,
1: thank you, people in the chat. Don't, don't cry. That's oh,
0: right. Don't cry. Um, which uh, I I guess people they learned are- at Chase University. Hmm. Um, uh, people are telling me that it's that it's going to be um, what the hell did they call him?
1: Pretty deadly from NXT. Yeah,
0: UK. yeah, that's what, who it's going to be, and that's okay. That's fine, I guess. You're going to debut him in that thing, but but what, but what- now? But now and against the creeds, who like felt like they had a were having a pretty good rise toward being the champs. But the way that WWE works that works things out is that well, they can't be because they're locked in a in a feud with the guys who attacked them. For what reason? I don't know. Because they're like it's not like they got anything out of it just because they wanted to be assholes, I guess. But now they're going to pull the creeds attention away from this triple threat tag match where they deserve a one-on-one tag title match because that's what they won by winning that tournament but they're probably going to interfere and cost them that tag title match at Standard deliver and then the creeds are going to drop back down the tag title picture so they can have a non-title feud with pretty deadly who's probably going to win that feud because why would you debut them to have them lose their first feud like, all of this is just needlessly convoluted, and I don't know if this is the best way to, to debut a team called Pretty Deadly as guys in hoodies who are spray-painting stuff on the wall. It looks like low-rent retribution, which was already the lowest-rent thing that WWE has ever done.
1: I mean, they've done a lot of really low-rent shit, so that is a bold statement, but I also can't argue it, so... um it's, mo- it's just mostly the timing. I don't get it unless they're going to make it a four-pack at Stand and Deliver. But, like, the Creep brothers deserve a one-on-one shot. And that's, like you said, is already convoluted. So now they're going to have a 25% chance? Like, that makes no sense. If you don't want the Creep brothers to win the tag titles, why not just have them lose the tag picture? Um, or lose the tag titles at Stand and Deliver and then have them turn around and do this? Because that would actually feel kind of important. Yeah. Um, I'm there's t- a lot of hacker gimmicks happening for people that are confused in the chat. It's not Retribution or the Forgotten Sons or anything like that. Pretty deadly is a tag team on the NXT UK brand. Uh, I don't know a ton about them, they were not who jumped into my mind first, even though they should have been. Mark um,
0: Rothbard says the only good payoff is if this hacker is Ali, and it's, it, it's not, it's, it's definitely th- not, it's definitely not,
1: it's super, super not,
0: it's super duper not, yeah. Um, um
1: so, I just, it, it's mostly the timing. Yeah. I don't know where it's going, but you're right in that it feels like the Creed brothers were trending up. And it also just feels like I felt like Diamond Mind had a lot going for it. Like we talked at the top of the episode, it's like it was building in a certain direction. And then it's like, okay, Ivy's not near the title picture. Now this tag team is kind of like in peril, and Roddy is just there after losing the championship. So,. Mm-hmm there's not like a lot of juice behind the stable. If you keep cutting their booking legs out from under them, that doesn't really work.
0: Yeah. Mark Quill says, given the post-match graffiti, looks like I wasn't the only one who watched the Batman recently. Um, Now we talked about uh, uh, the Batman. I do think it's funny that they've named, Oh, you see, you've got the little, you got the nails.
1: Batman nails. I do think
0: it's funny that they've named the Batman after what Linda would call the original batman. Like just, just. Have um, you
1: seen the Batman?
0: The Batman, you know, with Michael Keaton. The Batman with Jack Nicholson. I love the Batman. Also, I watched the Iron Man, and then I watched the Spider Man, and then I watched the Captain America because that's how she would call all. You of them.
1: know that the Joker is not very funny.
0: He's not. He's more me He's more mean than anything else. I not thought I was going to see him
1: at the uh, the Caroline's Comedy Club, but nope. it, it does not seem like he's that kind of jokester.
0: Nope. Um, oh, boy. Suck it,
1: Sean. We're never letting it go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank
1: you for paying me. I love my job.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Luis says it's going to be double vest in the beach. Who's going to re- re- going to do this? I don't know. Maybe. I doubt it. Um so yeah, we,
1: this is this is pretty deadly's little gimmick.
0: I thought that when they when they said here here's a drawing that Dexter Loomis did in five seconds, they were pitching that match for next week, but no, they just did it this week, right now, tonight. And and yeah. it was it was he was he was good. Um well it wasn't good for, for Duke Hudson. I was, it was gonna very, say
1: depends who you ask. It was
0: very bad for Duke <laughs> Hudson. Um, Mark Lossper says it's no, so annoying that the best thing on this show is named after a Juman U-boat captain. Um, at this point, I think Vince breaks out in hives if he does something genuinely good. That's true. Ricardo, the bad guy says love the last 30 or so minutes of the show a lot. I love the last 29 minutes of this show a lot. And then that ridiculous thing that happened after the women's dusty Club cup final. Um,
1: so you uh, like minutes 29 of 30.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh Chris Muller said, I skipped NXT for my own sanity, but I'm watching the post show because you guys make it so fun. So did, uh, did, did Walter kill Duke Hudson or just maim him? Walter yes. chopped a man so hard that he drew blood. His chest was straight up bleeding. He chopped him so hard. The sound could be heard from space. Like, like. He 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 just he turned Duke Hudson's chest into hamburger, like it was it was not pleasant. Um, I, I <laughs> Luis is calling this the match of the NXT year. It felt fairly one sided to me because every time I would I was focused on it, uh, it was just Walter murdering. <laughs> Duke Hudson via backhanded chops. My goodness.
1: So I've said this about Brody King chops, and the same applies to Gunther Walter.
2: Uh,
1: When I went to Yankee Stadium and Mariano Rivera was warming up in the bullpen, it didn't matter where you are in the stadium. When the ball hit the catcher's mitt, it would echo, and you could hear it. No matter where you were, that's what these chops are. (laughs) Like, it is nuts. Uh, I've heard like color commentators say that the effectiveness of the chop has to do with like the blood vessels coming up to the surface on your chest. And that's why you get the not only a nasty handprint, but like it sticks around there. I think he was just straight up bleeding, right? Like, (laughs) <laughs> just like come to the surface like it was ridiculous. He beat the ever living crap out of him. It yeah. was nice to see Gunther get to work the way we know he can work, the way yeah. um like the monster that he is built to be. He's so entertaining when it's like this. And I really, really liked this match. This episode overall was not bad to be honest, but like it it did finish really, really strong, I felt like and um yeah not that last minute. For the rest. And uh it was just nice to for this to feel like such an ass kicking. Like the this is the monster that we fell in love with to begin with. So
0: yeah. Um so anyway, he's able to to hit the, the power bomb to beat Duke. Um and uh then he cuts a promo about how he's the best guy in NXT, and out comes Larry Knight. And Larry Knight, I love Larry Knight, not as much as you love Larry, but I yeah. love I love I love Larry. Uh, Larry, yeah, and Larry comes out, and I'm like, okay, buddy, I I love you. You've lost your last two matches. One of them you lost to Grayson Waller in a last man standing match, and then you lost to perpetual main roster loser. I know he's the NXT champion right now, but he's a perpetual main roster loser in Dolph Ziggler. You've lost two matches in a row, and you come out to challenge Walter. A man who just took a giant dude and drew blood with only his bare hands via blunt force trauma. And that's the guy you might have bit off a bit more than you can chew, considering this is, the, this is why I hate when you book guys to lose and lose and then be like, I would like a big match, please. And then give it to them because I don't feel like I love Larry Knight. You haven't booked him to be the guy who's like, less. Yes, I I would like I would like to take you on because I think I can beat you. Why do you think you can beat him? You lose matches a bunch of times. Like I I just wish that mm. he should be coming off of victories and ride that momentum into a big match at the pay per view or the takeover or whatever the hell you premium want to call live it. Live event. The premium live event you should always (laughs) ride momentum into big matches not be coming off of losses or make that the storyline but it's not he just comes out being as confident as he ever was it just feels like you're you're lying to us gaslighting us when we have watched him lose matches recently
1: i am half with you the only thing i will say is that bugs me more when there's a title involved yeah so like this is one competitor facing another competitor and neither of them have titles and it's not for a title and neither of them are on a path to a title. So yes, is it a big moment because it's Walter? Yeah. Like, of course it is. But at the same time, it's kind of in their world that they've created him starting a feud with anybody. But what I would have liked better is and I don't like when all these storylines get tangled, but I think in this situation, I could see L.A. Knight and Duke Hudson kind of being like friends or in the same camp. So I could see him coming out and in some way inserting himself into like a into Duke Hudson's corner or like, you know, he didn't know what he was getting into because this match was made earlier in the night, but I will be prepared for you at Stand and Deliver or whatever. Just sure. something a little bit more. So I, I get what you're saying, but because it's not on a path to a title, it doesn't bug me as much. I think there's a significance in facing a guy like Walter, but yeah. in
0: their world... Right, there isn't. I get it. Um, he does say, I'm going to uh, knock your blockhead off your dad bod, uh, which is not fair to Walter because he has been getting himself into great shape. Um... Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I th- this is one of those deals where, a f- I don't know, se- a several takeovers ago, we got a Tommaso Champa versus Walter for the NXT UK title match, and we all kind of knew it was going to happen, but we still wanted to see it. And it's that same thing. Like, I I want to see this match. I think it'll be good. Um, but I have no illusions at all that Larry Knight will even come close to victory in this match. Um, it's just not the way that they're, that they're presenting either of these guys at this time. Um, uh, then her guru says, I feel like we don't see Walter have a match with a guy with similar size. I mean, tonight he did. I really want drew versus Walter. Uh, why not have drew have a 2.0 stint for that? He might not have to wait. He might not have to come back to NXT. He might just have to just wait a few months for Walter to go to the main roster. Uh, Mark Losper saying this was a bad enough beating that I wonder who Duke Hudson peed off backstage. Uh, that might be an interesting uh, thought. i not really sure. I
1: don't know. I, for some reason, I feel like this is purely conjecture. I feel like Duke Hudson would be the kind of guy who would be like, let's go tell that story. Like you need oh, to sure. beat the shit out of someone who sure. is kind of your size. Like I yeah. feel like he would be there yeah. to play ball and he, he's the guy for it so i'm and, hoping it was just that they stumbled into actually doing something good
0: and at the same time uh he, he can't wear a shirt well i guess that's something he likes he likes not wearing shirts but that would that just just oh that look if you look at pictures my goodness it's just ground up meat that he has his skin now it's just bad Ricardo, the bad guy, says, uh, Walter looking lean and mean lately. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's been even better. I remember
1: Um, Jericho saying that he didn't like wearing shirts because he didn't want anybody in the crowd to wear when he was when he works heel. Like, he feels like people shouldn't want to buy his merch. So he doesn't Mm. wear his own shirt out there. And then he was like, you know, what's even better than that. Not wearing any shirt. And I just that makes me laugh. That's the thing that I appreciate about Jericho. (laughs) That maybe Duke Hudson is from the same school
0: appreciating chris jericho i imagine it her. imagine it just imagine appreciating
1: imagine a chris society jericho. of. People uh, imagine a society that
0: appreciating <laughs> um we got our main event um which is uh which was the was Kaichu, uh wendy chu and dakota kai versus eo and klr um mark losper says as much as i love eo shirai the mistress of the sky careening Dakota Kai's head into the announce table was horrible. That looked like it sucked. It really did. They were doing like a dual uh, suicide dives before the break and she like she Dakota Kai was standing and went from standing to fully delivering like a get like <laughs> I'm it's
1: not real guys. <laughs>
0: She went from standing to sitting with her head like up against the the, the the table so fast. You have to super slow it down to see what happened. Um, she got smashed into that table. That did not look good at all. Um, I mean, it looked great, but it did not look it felt felt good. Um, yeah, it was uh it was a decent match. Um, there was. You a guys big... can't just mute me in
1: the chat, okay? That's an Alex discretion. Move. No, I'm.
0: I'm. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. And I'm he's not...
1: a man, so he'll just deal with my pun. I'm not.
0: I'm not gonna be Sean. I. I refuse to be Sean.
1: Thank you.
0: Um. So. Uh. <laughs> the the there's a big spot where uh Dakota Kai and Whitey you have been doing this thing where they where they hit a a stomp and a big splash uh back to back, and they did it on KLR. Uh, but Io Shirai drop kicked Dakota Kai onto Wendy Chu was making the pin. That was a big spot. Um, but KLR was able to hit uh, her her little KLR bomb on Wendy Chu. Got the uh, and then uh, there was the Io Shirai moonsault to get the victory. Uh, decent little match, worthy of the of the of the title match, uh, where of course the winner of the Lady Dusty gets to move on and face the tag champions. That is the prize for winning this match or so we thought. Kate, how did you like the match?
1: I thought the match was very strong. That one spot aside, um, that was scary. I know I was making silly jokes, but that is always scary, especially when we saw what happened to Big E last week. It's yeah. just never lost on me. Um these people are putting their lives on the line every time they go out there scary moment but a great match i think dakota kai and wendy chu work really well together for two people that kind of got thrown yeah. into this Wendy Chu cracks me up their promos earlier with the orange what, soda and the, stuff yeah like bad.
0: yeah mark lasper saying wendy chu drinking orange soda feels intentional uh it was it's definitely a choice um yeah uh, I, I think they they, two, they work really well together. I would like to see them continue as an act, if not as an outright tag team in the division. Well, the, there really is no division. when When the tag team titles are the prize for the winner of the tag team tournament and the winners of the tag team tournament say they don't want the tag team titles, you no longer have a tag team division. You just don't. Kaylee Ray gets on the mic after the um, after the match because because Mandy Rose and uh, and Toxic Attraction get in the ring, and Kaylee Ray says we've decided we're going to cash in our tournament victory, and instead of facing Gigi and JJ for the tag titles. We're going to add ourselves to your match with Cora Jade and make it a fatal four-way. And I said out loud, I'm not sure you can do that. Because there's no precedent for this. Like, as Mark Losper says, Dusty Classic, a.k.a. surprise money in the bank. You can just trade in your tag title shot for both of you to be able to be in the, the... what is that how does that even a thing and again it it hugely devalues not just the tag titles but the entire tag division all these women all these teams were competing to win the dusty classic so that they could get a tag title shot and you won the thing but you don't want that because that's beneath you you want the singles title. And I get like Kaylee Ray probably does want to be the champion. Eoshrai does want to be the champion, but that shouldn't be why you entered a tag title tournament.
1: It's like they just skipped the can they coexist part and went straight to the outcome. Yeah. It's a disgrace. It's um There's a reason FTR left, and it's because tag team wrestling is not valued there. And it's more evident in the women's division than ever. And it's just a device to elevate and ruin singles competitors. Like, tag wrestling doesn't exist. It's just two people that get thrown together, and they have a storyline where they work together on the same side of the ring, essentially. Like, there's no... It's not tag wrestling. It's just two people thrown together to eventually break up. The like one tag team that they had going into this was Persian Indy, and they did it to them. So what is the point? They don't have it on the main roster either. Like This isn't just an NXT thing. There are no women's tag teams, really. They're kind of throwing it together for Mania, but it's just a catch-all for women who they think should be on the WrestleMania card. Like, I don't know why you would ever tag with Rhea Ripley at this point. Nobody wants to hang out with her. Um, They haven't even reunited Nikki Ash and Alexa Bliss. I have no idea why they're not a part of this thing. Like, there's just no... The value of the tag titles is to make moves on the singles front. And that's that's really lame. That's really lame. Because tag wrestling should be an attraction. Tag wrestling is awesome. And uh, to have a tag tournament... If I was, like, in March Madness and we won March Madness, I couldn't suddenly be, like, I want to go play golf now or whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't, um, I just don't get it. Like, if that's the point you wanted to get to, why did you take this road to get there? Yeah. They could have just challenged as singles competitors and lost this. And you could have given it to Dakota and Wendy yeah in fact if you vacate a title shot that's probably what should happen
0: yeah mark Losper saying uh cody rhodes saying well they've been really good about my keeping my dad's legacy intact it's one of the reasons i'm resigning and vince says uh about that yeah uh interesting um uh, ricardo the bad guy says imagine this booking on world tag league shitty Um, yeah, well, (laughs) and Luis says it probably will happen if and if New Japan's booking the past few years, anything to go by. Um, yeah, um, so so we're gonna we're gonna get the they've made it official by the way. The the fatal four way is is happening. Apparently, yes, you can do this, but like it would be nice if that had been like a thing that they'd ever told anybody. That was weird. Remember, remember how Mello like was able to cash in the contract he was carrying the at a glance title, the the, at a glance title. Like that had never been the deal before. Like you, you said I would like to face so and so champion, and then a match was made, and then you had the match. Not every like things are everything. Every time a tag a, a, a title is a, a title shot is on the line in the tournament or a battle royal or anything. Is it all just de facto money in the banks now? It's a ridiculous thing to do. It. it
1: I don't know. um, It just feels it feels really messed up to do that with a tag title tournament.
0: Yeah.
1: Like they both they broke both rules with both tournaments, right? You have the Creed brothers go over and then the losers of that match. So you break tournament rules because now the losers of that match suddenly get the same thing as the winners. And then you break tag title or, or like tag wrestling <laughs> rules by this just so having good. them decide to be singles.
0: This is so good. Mark Losper says, Seth says, I can't get on to a media match. EO and KLR says, we're adding ourselves to a title match. Okay, thanks. Bye. Like, wait, if they can do it, why can't why can't Seth come out on Monday and say, I am adding myself to, to Roman and Brock because... Apparently, that's a thing you can do. Um, NerdGuru says, I wish Mandy wasn't in this fatal four-way. Uh, EO versus KLR versus Cora is fire emoji. Um, eh, I don't even know. Man, It's just such a weird thing to do to your tag division. Um,
1: what I mean, I don't even mean this like, what tag division? What tag division? Yeah, I know. What tag teams are there? I know.
0: Uh, it's uh, K- uh, Casey and Caden, but they lost in the first round you know or second round i guess i don't know
1: so your one tag team lost in the first round and nah. is raving with two like nah. country boys
0: i don't know um uh, now we're going in your super and humper chats uh down to down to the end here let's see if i can get it done in 18 and a half minutes you guys a lot of uh, humper and super chats
1: thank you um, for supporting us also last call for them also subscribe to fightfulselect.com also watch friday because team Kalex is going to be doing the smackdown and aw rampage alex yes take it away
0: um so uh mark losper says uh vince has surely been inspired by the andrade hardy family office storyline is building his own merger look out for the diamond stone brand mine soon uh talking also about this uh cameron grimes promo where he says i gotta do this for my dead father i have to do this mark losper says unless you deliver on this the promo is awful yeah it doesn't feel it doesn't feel nice but i i don't know i i just i it's weird it's a weird deal all of it is weird um uh mark quill says too long didn't read batman good nxt logic bad good night, good night pals thank you
1: i'm glad <laughs> the quill. batman was good um
0: uh so uh, mark losper says it has never been more clear that this garbage promotion for this garbage company needs a GM. Can someone tell these morons this isn't how title shots work?
1: We also, we do have to double down on that, by the way, that there has been no management making matches and suddenly just the management has confirmed
0: the matches all of the sudden. And you just get to say anything on TV and it just has to happen. Like, just make it manifest, I suppose. I don't understand. Ryan Lewis says, good job on continuing to be appointment viewing for me, even though I haven't cared about NXT since months before 1.0 died. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for continuing to watch, even though the product is genuinely awful. (laughs) Um, uh, Brandon Hagen says, been busy watching a great hockey game between the Oilers and Stars, but I DVR'd 2.0. Is there any reason I shouldn't just delete By the way, keep cool, Gabagool. Um,
1: The last half hour of the show was strong.
0: Yeah. Yes, it was. And you really, you really need to watch the ridiculousness of Kaylee Ray covered in confetti from winning a tag title shot in a tag tournament say, I don't give a damn about the title belts. I'm coming for a singles title. It's an amazing, absurd moment. uh, um, Bill says Eddie Kingston breaking when Dan Danhausen called him Edward during a recent vlog <laughs> is gold. That's true. Um, uh, Mark Losper says it's official. WWE booking is based on the secret. Just make manifest. Just just believe you'll get what you want and you'll get it. Um, Jake Salazar says that's why Corey and Carmella is on YouTube and not USA because temptation island is just cory and Carmela, but with like 12 other people included
1: no um because it's less mundane they're at least somewhere pretty and go on fun dates (laughs) and they're trying to just like cling to this terrible relationship that they're in (laughs)
0: uh i don't even honestly i didn't know which which show you were uh, describing when you just said that honestly (laughs) wait
1: okay so after temptation island (laughs) i can't believe this is a sentence that's coming out of my mouth after temptation island there was a show called the courtship i know and they go into the regency rules era and it's a girl who's dressed like a princess her parents and friends are there totally normal it happens in a castle they have suitors and they have to follow all these rules and there's like a bottom six and they have a last dance <laughs> and they have to like say why they deserve to stay and three suckers get sent home. It's so weird. It's so weird and amazing and dumb.
0: Bill says, dimey McDougal and his bag of dimes. Sounds melliful. Uh, Bill it also says, malignful. I'm enjoying my Vegemite sandwich of omnipotence. <laughs> Mark Quill says, I rate the Batman five stars, but six stars if the action took place inside the Tokyo Dome. There it is. The movie was basically building Batman into a better baby face. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> the like, I am vengeance! I'm gonna beat you to death! That's, a, that's definitely Brock Lesnar's version of being a baby face. Come
1: Gotham City! Yeah.
0: <laughs> come, come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. Um... Uh, Bill says Jebbie J.W. Pringle is playing the role of Buddy Murphy. Uh, I do not know what that's in reference to, but anybody playing any role of Buddy Murphy would be good. Mark Losper saying NXT 2.0 Divas has broken Kate's taste barometer.
1: No, 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 let me clarify. No, 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 I know that it's terrible, I just still watched it. <laughs> it's awful. Plus Jeremy watches it, so now I have something to DM him about because I just haven't been harassing him enough.
0: Yeah. Mark Losper says, I care more about the Stand and Deliver card than I do about the Mania card. They both suck, but at least Stand and Deliver has LA Knight. Mania might have Cody on it, but this useless company can't even tell me if he's going to be there. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mark Quill says in honor of WWE smackadillias. <laughs> have you heard about this thing that they're they're doing? Like a a a, a, a I, I don't know, like a I'm like sorry, their own what smackadillas or something. It's it's supposed to be like a um I don't know a a, a food delivery service with like WWE thi- that happens at Mania weekend where like you could I don't know it's a ridiculous thing. But Smackadillas is ridiculous when a snack down is right there. Uh, but smackadillas, let's get those f- funny wrestler pun food names. Oh, Wait, I
1: what know. is the service? I'm so I, confused.
0: Honestly, I don't remember. It's days ago. Keep up with the discourse, Kate. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's, it's a stupid thing done, <laughs> done badly. Um, it's a stupid idea from bad creative. Y- yes, it is. It's, yes, yes. The nerd Guru says, "Are any are either of you uh, members of the DAZ, which is the Denise Appreciation Society?" Sure, why not?
1: Do I appreciate I to, Denise.
0: Do I have to pay dues or anything?
1: Yeah, that's my question.
0: Mark Losper says, "My tweets are positive when I'm not watching WWE." Kate's Kate's tweets are always positive.
1: Um, I wouldn't say always, <laughs> but I try to. I try to be. So yeah. if I'm trying 100% of the time and I make it to like 62%, that's pretty
0: good. <laughs> Mark Lusper says, I need keep up with the discourse, Kate, on a shirt.
1: <laughs> Guys, all of you need to tweet is Sean. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what to
0: tell I, you. we have, We can't we do anything. Um, uh, the Nerd Guru says, uh, howdy, KFX. Totes did not watch this show, but kind of kept up via your Twitters and Fightfuls. And would love to uh, t- t- to Karen Billy Regal about this dumb BS. Yes, everybody should Karen Billy Regal, the fake GM that doesn't actually. Billy Royal. Exist. Bill- Billy Royal, of course. Sorry, I read that wrong. Um, Storm and Norm says, I thought Linda and Sheila were twins. Uh, how was 2.0? I went to happy hour. Uh, it was oh, bad. you went
1: to the happy hour. Ugh. I that. Yeah. You know who loves the happy hour is Belinda. Uh,
0: not, not recently. No, no. It, it, I took, I took too many. Uh, I had too many uh, slippery nipples one night, and it was just terrible. Because after I had seven slippery nipples, there were two more that slipped out, and it was terrible all over the place. Um, <laughs> That's absolutely Linda's
1: drink of choice. <laughs>
0: Alan Sale says step by step is still stuck in my head thanks to one tweet
1: day by day (laughs) all I said was that I hope Cody Rhodes creative trajectory, everybody's talking about Stardust Mm -hmm. and the polka dot singlet and dashing Cody Rhodes, all I want for him is not to have the trajectory of Cody from step by step because that did not go well in script And it definitely did not go well in real life. So, and then, thankfully, Steven Jensen, who's wonderful and does The Weekender, which you can listen to if you're a Fightful Select member, he knows so many things about 90s shows. So if people are being idiots on the internet, I'm just going to tweet at him and turn my whole timeline around. He's the best.
0: One weirdo sends in a humper chat, speaking of rawing rainbow. Uh, Malcolm Bivens challenged Lavar Burton to a mania match. <laughs> a gem of a diamond, so true, so true. He um, did.
1: Check his. If you're not following him on Twitter, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Like, yeah.
0: that's good content. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so, hold on. Um, they're they're saying that Gigi Dolan is injured. I guess, but I haven't I haven't actually seen that confirmed. But it, maybe it is. Mark Losper saying, if Gigi is injured and that's why they can't do the the tag title match, then run an injury angle to take her off the show and explain it.
1: Did she get thrown in a dumpster the other day?
0: Like w- w- that was last week, but uh, but she hasn't wrestled in in weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Just
1: saying, like if you get thrown in a in a dumpster,
0: it's bad. It's like okay, here we go.
1: Pretty easy.
0: C Romero mm-hmm. says, hey yo, Team KLX, Alex, can we get an impression of Vince McMahon?" putting over CM Punk's feud with MJF, then how he could have made it better or worse. Uh, okay, well, here we go. I'm, this
1: is all of my favorite things.
0: I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. CM, CM Punk's, yeah, this, this uh, Maxwell Jacob uh, Firestein, he's a, he's, a real, he's a real go-getter. He's a real good. He's kind of short, though. But I like the, the punk. I got a from from And then and, and, and Maxwell Jacob Firestein. we're going to bring him in and uh, we're going to, we're going to, um we're going to do an angle where uh um, maybe, uh, I don't know. Um, maybe the scarf thing, the scarf that maybe he's always cold. So he's got to wear gloves and mittens and a, and a big winter hat all the time because he likes the scarf. That's my idea. Let's go with that.
1: That's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Please put it on TV, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he would call him Maxwell Jacob Firestein. I think he would have absolutely no idea. He'd always forget his name. Um, but he's too short. He's too short. That's he the is. thing. He he'll never actually like those old things. They they could say they're gonna sign him for something, they'll never actually use him. Not not in the way that they actually that he deserves to be used because he's just too short.
1: And he's just too like. Edgy for like they're fighting over scooters and motorcycles. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. <laughs> a little edgier than that.
0: Uh-huh. Um, JW Pringle says tonight's Tony D's Country Corner is Check Yes or No by George Strait. <laughs> Tony D reading the reading the uh, lyrics to Check Yes or No by George Strait. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit behind Emmy Lou Hayes, a pink dress, a matching bow, and a ponytail. She kissed me on the school bus, but she told me not to tell. Next day, I chased around the playground, across the monkey bars to the merry go round, and Emmy Lou got caught passing me a note. Before the teacher took it, I read what she wrote Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, well, then don't be afraid to take me by the hand. If you want to, I think this is how love goes. Check yes or no. I checked yes. And I think you'll know what happened after that. So yeah,
1: they made out in the ring or backstage.
0: <clears throat>
1: Why are you all so horny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. The, the William Regal rap. Via Zach Barber is um, is <laughs> Men in Black uh, um, uh, by Will Smith. Ah, uh, okay, uh, and uh, he wants you to do the 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 lady part, but I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Defenders.
0: Here we go. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> all right the good guys dress in black remember that just in case we ever face to face and make contact the title held by me mib means what you think you saw you did not see so uh, don't blink be what was there uh, is now gone uh, black suit with the black ray-bans on walking shadow move in silence guard against the extraterrestrial violence but yo we ain't on no government list we straight don't exist no names and no fingerprints, saw something strange, Uh, watch uh, your back, because you never quite know where the MIBs is at, Uh, and uh, (coughs) here come the men in black.
2: Uh, Men in black.
0: (laughs) They won't let you remember.
1: That's not what's written in front of me. I'm like I Ron know. Burgundy. I read what's on the prompt. I chart. know,
0: I'm sure you do. Um, Galaxy
1: Defenders. Mark
0: Losper says, uh, regal bars, Kate has pipes.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That's Something true. like that.
0: Uh, oh my goodness.
1: Billy <laughs> uh, Royal.
0: Billy Royal. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We're actually gonna make this thing out before two two I'm hours so, in one I, in one I feel second. Like
1: I feel like we let people down when that happens. No,
0: no, it's like listen. Eventually, there's going to be one of those things where it's where it's going to be like 142 because nothing happened on the show. How dare you! It's going to happen. Say that one of those times is going to happen.
1: Don't you act like we are not going to just push on to the brink every week.
0: <laughs> hey, Kate, tell them where they can find you.
1: Oh, like well, you can find me on Fridays doing the AW Rampage Smackdown show normally with Sean, but guess what? It's with Alex this week. So, if Team Kalex in the house, you can catch me on Tuesday nights right here doing the NXT post show. You can catch me on Wednesday nights doing the Mark Order podcast at Mark Order Pod. We talk all things all elite. And guess what else? You want more Team Kalex? You're going to get more Team Kalex because we're doing the stand and deliver post show. And we are doing nights one and two of WrestleMania behind the paywall. I'm going to be dressed like Wendy Chu because I'm going to be tired from my morning wrestling. We're going to make it? I don't know how. Alex I know. might... I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know. what's going to happen to Alex. I don't know. He might just pass out
0: on it. I, I may. I may just take a nap during this during the show. Um, all right. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter, at Alex Sour like she said, on Friday after Rampage. We'll be talking about SmackDown, which is terrible, and Rampage will probably be pretty good. Um, and then on Mondays... And on Fridays, normally I do the the sour grap show, reviewing uh, SmackDown and Raw, uh, where I don't like the shows and I tell you uh, how much they suck, and crucially, also how they could be better. Um, but yeah, also tomorrow night, well, I'll be here with uh, with Sean Russap talking about AEW Dynamite, which looks like could be a fun show tomorrow. So, ah, oh, my goodness. We should figure out things to do uh, on the show. We should do. i should do
1: so much more poster board. We're going to have to yeah. figure out something. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's we it's got to. We got to make it. We got to make it good. We got to make this. This it's a WrestleMania. It's a we got to moments. We got to have moments.
1: it's, it's got to be stupendous. It needs to be the most stupendous episode of Kalex of all time.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. We uh, we should get Shamrock Shakes. I don't know if they'll still be selling them in a week. But if we, if we can, I think we should, or we should, maybe we should find a way to make our own. I don't know. All right, everybody.
1: I'm going to find out. <laughs> booyaka, booyaka! Shamrock shake!
0: Keep cool, Gabagool.